Follow these three principles to earn money with ease and joy. I'm Dana Miranda, a personal finance educator and founder of Healthy Rich, a platform for inclusive, budget-free financial education. You're listening to our Make Money Better podcast, where we examine ways to earn, manage, save, and spend money with ease and joy. Welcome to the first week of the Easy Money Challenge, where we're exploring a new framework to understand your relationship with money. This week, we're tackling the E of easy, earn. Let's talk about how to earn money with ease and joy. Here are three key principles to help you expand your imagination of work and experience the life you want. Number one, ease starts with recognizing what you have. Money management has to start with recognizing the resources around you. That includes your income, but it's much more than the money you earn from working. Your resources include your income, the money you earn from working, assets, those high-ticket items you own like property, vehicles, jewelry, electronics, and investment accounts, community support, which includes government resources like SNAP benefits and unemployment benefits, nonprofits like food banks, rental assistance, and shelters, and help from your community like childcare from family or neighbors. And it includes debt resources, ways you can borrow money to extend your resources like credit cards and student loans. Income is usually the first thing you think of when you think about how much money you'll have to spend to meet your needs, but not everyone is able to earn enough in income alone to cover all of your costs. Maybe you're a student or a parent or you're living with a disability or chronic illness or you're already expending all the energy you have to give to a job or to multiple jobs. That's why your assets, community support, and debt resources are important to count here. Assets might represent huge value you're sitting on without realizing it. It might not be viable for you to sell your home or car or to tap into a retirement account, but noting that you have them lets you make financial decisions with a more complete picture of your options. You might be able to rent a room in your house through a peer-to-peer platform, for example. Or if you're renting, maybe you could downsize to a cheaper space or move to a cheaper neighborhood. Just recognizing your resources lets you get creative about how you use your money. Community support can help you avoid unnecessary restriction when your income doesn't meet your needs. Community resources could include things like government benefits or support from nonprofits or people in your community. Here are some examples. Temporary assistance for needy families or TAMP benefits. SNAP, the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Social Security or Disability Income unemployment benefits through your state, housing choice vouchers through Section 8, food banks, peer-to-peer lending platforms and apps, 211.org, and thrift stores that give you access to low-cost goods and services. And finally, you might have access to debt resources. Note that debt, of course, is ultimately a liability in the long run, not an asset. But debt can be an important way to expand your resources when you need it, and it helps you avoid unnecessary restriction or deprivation when you don't want to or can't increase other resources. And before you pass judgment or shame on yourself, remember, debt is morally neutral. Your debt doesn't reflect your level of responsibility or value as a person. Principle number two, you are not your net worth. Our culture glorifies work ethic, which tends to attach a person's innate value to the way you earn money. This can make you feel like there are right and wrong choices for how you earn and use money, but you can't make a wrong choice for you. Your worth has nothing to do with how hard you work 
what kind of work you choose, or how much money you earn. Tap into your intuition to choose work that's right for you and work to detach your self-worth from the ways that you earn and use money. And finally, principle number three, good work does more than make you money. Choose work in line with your values, goals, and best interests so you have ownership over how you make a living. That ownership helps you avoid the scarcity mindset that makes you dependent on an employer and ultimately tarnishes your relationship with money. You can take ownership regardless of your employment status. Ownership could mean entrepreneurship, which is starting your own business, freelancing, working as a contractor for other people's businesses, starting or joining a union, which is formally organizing with coworkers to collectively bargain with your employer for things like pay and other rights. It could mean starting or joining a worker co-op, which is collectively owning a business where all the workers make democratic decisions and everyone shares fairly in the profits. Or ownership could mean something like informally organizing with coworkers for pay transparency and other kinds of conversations about equity and benefits with your employer. By taking ownership, you can work in community and partnership with other workers and support each other's pursuits and claim autonomy in how you work and how you're compensated. To reiterate, the three principles of EARN are one, ease starts with recognizing what you have, two, you are not your net worth, and three, good work does more than make you money. We start the easy framework with EARN, which is a key element that many approaches to money management and financial education forget to include. Managing your money should always start with how you bring in money because that's where you have the most opportunity to change your financial situation. By recognizing your resources beyond income, detaching your self-worth from the way you earn money, and taking ownership over work in line with your values, you can avoid the stress and scarcity mentality that's common around work so you can earn money with ease and joy. Now it's time to take action. If you came to this episode through a Substack subscription, grab the money map linked in that same email. If you're just listening to the podcast, head to healthyrich.co to grab the money map from this post. While you're there, subscribe to the newsletter so you don't miss the rest of the Easy Money Challenge. This week, we're going to list your resources, so find that first section of the money map. Fill out any resources you have under each category, and I'll walk you through them. Under income, list the monthly income you earn from everything like working, investments, child support, or any other source. If your monthly income is irregular, look at what you've earned for the past six months or so and find an average. Under assets, list high value items you own, like your home, car, electronics, or jewelry. Remember, we're not suggesting that you sell any of these off just to pay your bills, but listing them here gives you a more accurate financial picture than just listing your income alone. Under community support, Think of other types of resources that are at your disposal, like government benefits that you're not already receiving, nonprofits in your area, and support from family and friends. And think about what kinds of needs and costs could that support take off your plate. And under debt resources, ask yourself what options might you have to borrow money if you need to. Think about what you could reasonably qualify for. So list your existing credit limit and home equity, plus any student loans or personal loans that you might qualify for if you applied. 
Here's an important note about filling out the money map as you go along all four weeks. You might not be able to think of everything right away, and that's okay. Take your best guess, get something down, and move on. You can return to any of these steps and make adjustments in the future, and our goal isn't perfect accounting. The purpose of the money map is to give you a sense of your financial circumstances so you can make informed decisions moving forward. There's more to the money map, but don't give yourself too much work this week. We'll get to the rest of it throughout this four-week challenge, so stay tuned. I'd love to learn what you uncover about your resources as you go through this exercise. Does expanding beyond your income give you a different sense of your financial situation than you had before this exercise? Did you discover resources that you didn't realize were available to you? Hop into the comments of this post at healthyrich.co to share any responses you're comfortable sharing with the community or send me anything that you uncover privately in an email to hi at healthyrich.co. I look forward to hearing from you. Do you know someone who could use a broader perspective on work and money? Share this episode to invite them into the conversation. Head to healthyrich.co for more information from today's episode. And while you're there, sign up for the Healthy Rich newsletter to be the first to know when we drop something new. And remember our motto, work should be fun and money should be easy. Thank you for being part of our quest to make money better for everyone.